Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Kat, and along with me are my fellow host, well, host, uh, Smarms, because Dragon Rider is out. She had some family issues to attend tonight. Uh, we hope all is well and a, a speedy return. So hopefully she'll be back with us next week and everything will be good to report so yep our best wishes for dragon rider but also hello everyone hi (laughs) (laughs) ah it's Uh, been quite a week hasn't it oh my gosh i feel like recently three weeks are stuffed into one week i don't know like insanely busy with just the most random things Mm -hmm. um but at least the Super Bowl has left Phoenix, Arizona. So uh, I am in a much better place, uh, <laughs> traffic-wise, at least. There you go. Like, I imagine that <laughs> having the Super Bowl in your town is a nightmare for a week. Oh, my gosh. It's like nobody, like, A, none of us remember how to drive, apparently. And then, B, like, all these, you know, in addition to every single um person coming in to just like watch the game there's all the like support and then the party stuff and it's like y'all need to chill on the parties i don't know what you're doing but like i'm too old for this and i'm 30 so or (laughs) well 30 plus quite a bit but um (laughs) it's like how how are these people having enough energy for this i but like I don't like I don't get wanting to go to an event like that where there's so many freaking people everywhere. It's it's insanity. It is insanity. Like waiting forty five minutes to park. No, no, I will just go home. Thanks. Yeah. No, I'm one hundred percent. Like I'm very much a person who like I scope out. Like I would rather get to an event early so I can get parking than. Like, be there on time and not have to wait at all. I'm like, I get anxious when I think about parking because I'm not yeah. a great parker when it comes to like parallel or tight spaces. So I'm like, I'd rather not deal with that. And I'd rather just, yeah. That's I, totally fair. When I lived in DC, um, I would turn down anything where parallel parking was the only option. Uh, like, so I just would not go to it. Um, and then eventually I had like a boss ask me like, Hey, it's like, you know, you're typically pretty good about these networking things. Like, why aren't you going to some of these? And it's like, Oh, because I refuse to parallel park. Like that is just not in my wheelhouse. I hate it so much, but I went, we went to uh, Chicago back in at the end of November for a concert. And like, I literally parked my car and we took Ubers everywhere after that. Like, just yeah. like, nope, I don't like, like, I can stomach it. I can do driving through like a lot of traffic in big cities, but like, I don't like spending a lot of time driving around those areas. I'm like, nope, I'm good. Like, it's just miserable. It like, yeah. takes five times the amount of energy um, to like drive in cities. Like, Around here, you know, I can drive for four hours, no problem, do a lot of stuff with the rest of my day. Mm-hmm. If I had to drive for like an hour in DC or like downtown Dallas, I was just like, that's that's it. That's me for the rest of the day. If you like try to talk to me, I will like literally curl up into a ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I get it. It's a lot because you have to pay attention and you have to be so focused on what you're doing and like you just have to know where you're going and that gets stressful and it's just everything just adds up so it does indeed okay well apparently we're a hearthstone podcast so (laughs) more than 70 percent right yeah exactly dragon rider's not here to reel us in today so (laughs) you're gonna get a lot more traffic everybody traffic news everyone (laughs) But we're gonna. Um, I guess. Oh, oh go, no! Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna go on to the poll question. Yes, please do. Uh, I was gonna segue into it. Okay, so uh, the last poll question was: Which Blood Elf aligned class are you most excited for with the mini set? 
Um, so the answers that we got from everybody voting were uh, Demon Hunter uh, and Hunter ended up at only 15% of the votes, which was surprising since they were our combined category. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mage, 35%. Paladin, 20%. And Warrior, 30%. Um, so... Y'all voted. We appreciate it. A little bit surprised with some of those answers, but um, I I, like it. I haven't seen any of those warrior players. (laughs) I, Dude, I want warrior to work so bad. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it just continuously doesn't is heartbreaking. Well, I mean, you'll be surprised after rotation. We'll see what happens. Because, like, I am, I was thinking about this, like, um yesterday and i was like there is a lot of like 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 priest a lot of the priest toolkit that's being used now leaves like a lot of druid stuff like all the hero cards are gone at rotation oh so mage is gone tamsin's gone you know both tamsins are gone so all those like and Tamsin's Flactory is gone, so like there is a lot gone in these two sets, like um, or the three sets that are rotating. So like Forge of the Barons, Stormwind, and Alterac, there was a lot in there. So yeah, and it, this is my first time where it's like knowing what happens at rotation. So yeah. I'm excited to see how it plays out on like everything's gone and nothing feels the same. Yeah, and the core set, and that's the other thing, like, they changed the core set, too. So, like, who knows what's going to come and go in the core set. So, like... How much do they typically change with the core set? They've only changed... Well, this is the... This was the second year of the core set, and, like, there were some changes. Like, there were some big changes. Um, I can't exactly remember, like, what... I'd have to look here. Um, but there was definitely thing. So the first time, like the core set was just like modified, like classic, which was, you okay. know, you know, the original, like these are the evergreen cards, but, mm-hmm. um, uh, it, but when, when you hit, uh, this rotation, it was, there was a lot more, like they put, there was more stuff they put back in from older sets. Like okay. uh Earthen Scales was an old card they put back in. Mounted Raptor. Uh I'm trying to think what else like here. Oh uh Quick Shot. Quick Shot was another one they put back in. Uh Houndmaster Shaw. Um Okay. Babbling Books, you know. If, you know, they, Pyromaniac. Like- yeah. Like, we know how many cards are coming with, like, a mini set. We know how many cards are coming with, like, a big uh, set. So there's not, like, really a universal standard thing on what they do adding and taking away from the core set with rotation. I think that, I think they, I think they have, like, a strict number of cards. Okay. But, But they, what they take and modify, like, so, like, there's a lot of stuff that got modified in, like, the the core of like the classes themselves like radiant elementals on goro you know like draconoid operative is old murzond is descent of dragons like there's buccaneer is goblins versus gnomes like there's just a lot of things that came back from a lot of different other sets so okay. like and before that, they wouldn't, they didn't have like this core system. It just fully, everything rotated out and. Yeah, everything rotated yeah. out except for the, um, the, what was called the classic set. Yeah. And that was like okay. the, you know, all the neutral cards and, and the class cards. There were certain class cards, but they did occasionally like rotate like some stuff out. Like they, they found like. They're like, okay, we don't want this anymore. Like, um, I this is before your time. Mind control tech was a card that they that was very controversial that they rotated out of core, and I don't think they'll ever probably put that back in. 
So, um, which is, uh, let me find the exact wording on it. Um, it was basically if your opponent has uh, three or four more minions. Yeah, if your opponent controls uh, has four more minions, take control of one of the minions at random. Okay. So, and then interesting. Yeah. So that was a thing. That was a thing that uh, um happened. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh. For good or for bad, uh, you know, for evil with the cards. Uh, so you're saying that you think, like, Priest and Druid are going to have the biggest changes just They're, because of, like, what they've been relying on? I think a lot of cl- classes are going to have a lot of changes. Like, I feel like, I mean, A, like I said, number one, all the hero cards go away. So, like mage get hit hard by that like all their hero power stuff like that goes away like wildfire goes away so like mordrush goes away so all that stuff is gone wow so that'll uh, be a very different mage than i know how to play (laughs) yeah um you know uh cariel leaves both versions of cariel leave that that equips the stupid sword right yeah, she did the, the okay. immovable object. Thank yes. God. Good yes. riddance. Goodbye to that. Yep. I don't know why I have such a that thing is my the bane of my existence. And so, so like, many games where it's like I think I'm gonna win and Nope, that immovable object. <laughs> um let's see. So like Scabs is leaving. So like all the hero cards. So Brucon, Scabs. You know, Tamsin, yeah. uh, I guess Rakara. <laughs> Rakara is, is one. So, but like Shield Chatter leaves. There's, there's just a lot. I mean, I think, I don't know what they're going to do with Goth, but they're obviously, they're going to give Druid away to get above 11 Ten. mana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because of the card they got, obviously. In the It'll set. be interesting if that's like a sign that they're going to let all the hero card or the are the I don't know how to describe those hero cards, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um if all of them are transferring to be core rather than just guff. Um Yeah, I, I see, well, who knows? It's one of those things that they they might they might do something. I'd like to see them bring back um you don't want to wildly speculate uh, whether or not they might do this. <laughs> I mean, we can. It doesn't matter. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that long until we've got probably, they'll probably announce it sometime um, towards the end of March because like okay. we're they're going to, they might even announce it. Like, I can't remember if that happens before they announce the first set of the year. So like. I'm not sure. I can't remember, but like, I'd love to see them bring back like Doctor Boom and Helga if we're if we're talking about hero cards coming back in the standard. Uh, what do those two do? Oh, Doctor Boom was like a bane <laughs> of existence for people. It was a it was a heavily uh, it was a heavy control tool, but it was um, uh, seven mana, seven armor. Battle cry for the rest of your game, your mechs have rush. Um, and there were there were uh, a like four or five different hero powers. Um okay. that it rotated through. So like they were very much about armor and like Oh, sweet Oh, excuse me. There were a lot of good there were a lot of good cards in that set for Warrior, so but Helga okay. Helga was the first uh hero card after um uh what do you call it? Uh after the Lich King set, uh Knights of the Frozen Throne. That was okay. it. they everyone got a hero card in Knights of the Frozen Throne and then they gave warrior or uh shaman 
um, Helga or Hagatha, Hagatha. There we go. I'm sorry. It's Hagatha, the witch, which is eight mana, five uh, armor, battle cry, deal three damage to all minions, and it has a passive ability. After you play a minion, add a random shaman spell to your hand. So that's nice. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, man, that does seem interesting. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I didn't know that hero cards were a thing before. So maybe that's my delusional hope that uh, they'd be keeping the ones that I know and am familiar with in the core set. But if they have all these other deeper pools to play with, I don't imagine that they're bringing them all back. Yeah, who knows? It's definitely one of those things that like they could like they could keep some of them around i don't i have no idea what their philosophy on the corset is but like i mean things are gonna get sh shaken up for sure like a lot of the stuff um is going to rotate and like it feels like we're gonna be looking at a very different game um come next month or, or in april so well the other thing that i was gonna say is with death knight doing as well as it is it is it's not losing any of its resources so do you imagine that that's going to be just crazy strong um you know i know we we played a game of death knight uh but i can't imagine they don't do something to the construct quarter Honest, in all honesty, like Construct Quarter is bonkers good. Like it seemed good at like first glance, but like um, the fact that it kills something, it destroys something, so you get a corpse for it. Yeah. Um, and then there's like the the rotten egg where you get uh, if you play that on turn one, and then when on turn two or three. You play the construct quarter, you get a three three and a four five with rush, like and you get a corpse out of it. Like there's very so little yeah, yeah, there's so many upsides and it's um it's way better than that uh spell that like converts was it uh let me find it here. There's a spell that converts uh a minion into a four five ghoul with rush. And it's like, oh, that never saw any play. Like, yeah, Dark Transformation. It's it's also a uh, plague rune. But, like, Dark Transformation transforms an undead into a 4 or 5 undead with rush. This destroys an undead and gives uh, uh, summon a 4 or 5 undead with rush. So, like, does it have any runes, rune restriction? So, like... It can be played in any deck. So that's so nice. Um, you know, no, I guess the other thing is like, hopefully with what new stuff coming out, we'll be able to see some more exciting things done with runes. I still think that they should buff and nerf cards in death Knight using the rune system. Uh, but uh, because like, can you imagine if you had, um, you know, that crazy strong location but you had to have like one of each rune i guess no i love the location being for everybody i take it back that location is fun and i'm very excited that it is working out it's good it's like quite possibly like the best card in the deck right now other than frostworm fury which is <laughs> also very good but that was always good to begin with, so. Yeah. Um, I, I am, like, very excited for this era of Death Knights finally being able to stomp all over everything. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I know I've been playing mainly Evolve Shaman, but that mm -hmm. game, like, that uh, Frost Death Knight game that we played, it felt so much fun. And it felt exciting where you could do a lot of different things i guess mm -hmm. um there weren't a lot of wrong answers which is one of the things that i had a hard time with the rogue 
uh, the rogue decks that were like really killing it uh, just a while back. It's like there were a few right answers, but there were infinitely more wrong answers. <laughs> uh, like rogue has always been like that, though. Rogue has always been the class that um, has been more complicated to play. Like I've only. I've only hit Legend once with Rogue, and that was playing Garot Rogue back in when that was still good. So, which, the funny thing is, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, which that deck was a blast. It was just really fucking good. Uh, the two people in real life, like who I know, are mainly Hearthstone players. It's my brother and my niece, mm-hmm. and my brother plays like absolutely loves Rogue. And then my niece loves Priest. And both of those are the bane of my existence. So, like, I'm really glad that there's a market for these cards for everybody. Because, geez, like, uh, they're both boring and pedantic. And I'm glad that they're able to um, play against each other. It's definitely one of those, like, that's definitely the nice thing about a card game. That there's definitely um, decks that are very feasible that suit very different styles of play and most card games are like that but it's nice that hearthstone's also one of them so like like you always have like control decks and like aggro decks and like burst decks and you know those are kind of standard like archetypes depending on how your card game's played but like and like the standard we'll call it like you know mold of magic you know because pretty much it's pretty much hard to not derive lineage from magic the gathering because that was kind of the og and if there's something before that i don't have my research and i don't really know about it but i know like magic is like the og in the like if there was something before that oh yeah then it wasn't popular enough to like be as known as magic is like Mm -hmm. magic was Oh, it still is. Huge. Still is. Oh my gosh. You're yeah. right. But I've played one game of Magic ever, and it was the Command version. Okay, Commander. Yeah, Commander. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so that was that was tough. I did win. Completely on accident. Something about, like, I was able to dig through my dead pile. The graveyard. Like, yeah. Which I guess is, like, nothing more than, like, a resurrection death rattle. But I'm so grateful all the time that Hearthstone just automatically does these things for me. Like, if I discover yep. something, it's going to give me the choices. I don't have to, like, click something somewhere special. And so well, for that, I'll forever be grateful to Hearthstone. I mean, well, I, we're good. Uh, content warning, we're going to go off the rails a lot on this <laughs> podcast because Dawn isn't here to rail us in. So we're gonna we're going to go... On little tangents, so this will be a Hearthstone White episode. We're sorry, <laughs> exactly. I'm only mildly sorry, but <laughs> I'm also mildly sorry because I'm enjoying this, and I think people <laughs> will have fun listening. Um, but like with magic, you don't have to. Oh, you have to worry about the chain too, like the chain of events, and like there's like five different phases in magic. So like, yeah. And I, I will always argue that like having mana in your deck is a mechanic that I think, and please don't try and murder me when I say this, I think it's a bad mechanic in my opinion. And I know people love mana, but I'm like, I hate it. I hate it. It's not for me. Like Hearthstone has like spoiled me and like, I'm like, I don't have to worry about this. This is like, yes, I like not drawing mana. And like, I've played Magic the Gathering Arena and like the game has merits. It's just, it's just, there's so many freaking rules. And like, I can only keep like one card library in my head. (laughs) And it's not magic. And the mechanic list for magic is about a you know a small novel <laughs> and like that's the nice thing about arena though like arena actually like has like 
descriptions for everything when you hover over it. I couldn't play a game of Magic in real life because I wouldn't remember half of the mechanics. And no. Uh, yeah. That's how I felt. I literally won, honestly, mainly because my brother noticed that I was playing something a little bit wrong and that I could win if I did this thing this other way. And it's like, I was playing against him. So, like, you know, it was his right to point it out. But it's like, it makes sense that he likes Rogue than in Hearthstone, where it's just so many different things, like different pieces that you're having to keep in your head. Whereas I definitely thrive on the um, the Hearthstone of, like, uh, work with what you've got. So, like, the Evolved Shaman. Still love that because you just, you have to change based on what what you end up getting. And, um, you know, you have to think in the moment, but there's no, like, remembering anything. So the, the nice thing about, like, Hearthstone about, compared to Magic is you have to worry about what's going on your turn and that's pretty much it whereas magic you have to like like do i leave mana available to like because you can counter things like you can counter things that they play then you have to worry about blockers because you decide who blocks who as opposed to you get to dictate everything on your turn in hearthstone like magic you have to like block and and figure out who and what and what damage you're gonna take so it's um it's like and things get tapped and there's there's like a bunch of different layers that it is interesting don't get me wrong i just i personally like the mechanics of hearthstone more Uh, i was gonna say it really does kind of show a lineage of like so for magic you know then we kind of got to like hearthstone where it's like we've simplified a lot of these processes and then like uh ben brown even simplifying things like way further with snap and it's like what is the next iteration after snap like because i fundamentally don't see how things can get like snap so straightforward like you know i mean and he was uh, part he was part of ben brown was part of the team that developed the wow tcg which was the predecessor to Hearthstone. Are you kidding me? Of course he was. Yeah. Jesus, is he everywhere with this <laughs> with card games? Basically. Uh, yeah. But uh that's kind of impressive. Yeah, yeah. If you like if you ever look at um like people will post some of the art from the cards, they recycled a lot of the art from the TCG into the Hearthstone cards. Okay. So that's like a cool thing because you'll see like cards and be like, oh, it's this card, but it's something different because it's a different game. Game. Yeah. How did that game function? Were you playing it or no? No, it wasn't. It didn't do super well. It did not. So like, I the the only card I played a little bit of Magic when I was a kid, and then like in my early like nineteen late late teens early 20s i was playing a game called vs systems which was marvel versus dc in a card game board yes okay so and that was a fun game but that like petered out after a while after a short period of time um which leads us to the all-important question are you more of a marvel stan or are you more of a dc stan (laughs) i mean I I go about 50-50, but I mean, honestly, I lean more towards DC. Like, Green Lantern's my favorite hero. Oh my gosh. So, like, I am much more a DC person, but, like, everyone's like, I feel like nobody is anymore. And it's like, how can DC clearly has the best? I am Batman through and through. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. fair. Like... Uh- I collect books. I, you know, I my my file for the month is about half Marvel, half DC. So like, I read, I read both. I like characters from both. But yeah, I think I lean more towards DC when it comes down to it. Like Green Lantern, I love a lot of the characters in DC. So, I mean, I can definitely see why Marvel is the like popular media one. It's a lot. Uh, but you know, particularly like with the movies and everything, but I feel like DC tends to get the better art style stuff. Like 
definitely mm-hmm. like the best graphic novels 100% have to be some of Batman's ones right like I don't think anything of like Marvel's graphic novels are well that's like that's a little bit I know there could be good things out however I haven't read any of them so they don't exist <laughs> Well, you have to keep in mind, too, that a lot of these, the the artists, like, jump from company to company and with the ultimate goal to go into creator-owned, which is, like, the the way to make money in the industry. And hopefully someday someone will uh, option your your comic book for a TV show and you get just straight paid. Yeah. (laughs) Cause that's the like that's like the most ideal thing, and like that's a well that they've gone to quite a few times already. So, um, but yeah, so I know I know more about writers than I do artists, but like, yeah, I I guess like I was using art in the like general sense, like the the writer okay. what they're creating is art rather than like gotcha. visual media okay 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 i see what you're saying yeah, yeah. okay it de- um, i mean it depends like it, i feel like you could go either way i mean you could argue that there are more iconic things that dc has in like a graphic novel standpoint than over marvel yeah like because dc owns Watchmen, so i Would- forgot that that was theirs well, it's supposed to be Alan Moore's, but... <laughs> oh, well, yeah, nothing exists outside corporations anymore. Welcome to late-stage capitalism. Even less on the Hearthstone train. Quick quick aside, like, the interesting story about Watchmen um, with Alan Moore was that uh, the rights were... When he negotiated his contract to write The Watchmen the rights to the characters in the comic books were supposed to shift. Like he would get the rights to the comics when DC stopped publishing it. And then what? What? DC, DC, DC has never stopped publishing the Watchmen. Are you kidding? Oh, so like, yeah. Oh my God. Alan Moore, Alan Moore is the extremely bitter man. <laughs> yeah, I kind of get that. It's like making a deal with like a genie. It's the monkey right. paw. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly it. Like, oh my God, how like, and you're never going to be able to afford as good of lawyers as like Marvel, I mean, or DC or anything. So it's like, ah, this is fun. Yeah. Glad we didn't screw over artists. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things that like he he's one of the more we'll get back to Hearthstone in just a minute, I promise. Will he's, we? Uh, yeah. Possibly. Yeah, we'll get back to Hearthstone and then we'll hit a speed bump and go off the roads again. Yep, yep. But he is one of the more interesting people in comic books. I don't know that he I think he's still doing a little bit, but like when they when they went to make the um the Watchmen movie, um, he ended up giving like they're like, okay, well here's here's a check for you and, and like for your you know royalties. He's like, I don't want it, I don't want my name on this. Like if it doesn't, if you're not going to let me do it, I don't want the money. Give it to give it to the artist. So like, Oof. I That's- mean. He did that with he, he did that he did that with V for Vendetta. He did that with um League of Extraordinary Gentlemen too. Like did not take the money. Oh no. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's that's a side of like real deep hatred. Um so like did he write all these comic books? Yeah. Or like before that they started doing the movie stuff, so like oh, before yeah. he started disliking everything about it. Yeah, yeah, he did those in like the eighties. Like he did V for in the eighties. He did Watchmen in the eighties. I'm not sure when League was done, but yeah, those are all his books. Those are like his like masterpieces. Like there's some other stuff he's done that is like very well. Uh, he's well, very well regarded for like um. 
there's a book called Supreme, which was a extremely stupid character by, uh, I'm going to use quotations here, artist named Rob Liefeld. I uh-huh. ar- use artists very loosely because that man can't draw for shit. Is he the but- foot guy? I mean, there's a lot. Okay, yes, he is one of the three okay. guys. There are a lot of people in comics that don't like drawing feet. So, like, <laughs> but yes, he uh, is. He's notoriously bad at drawing feet. He's also notoriously dra- bad at drawing real people. He's he's good at drawing monsters and pouches and square guns. But that's um, hilarious. But Rob Liefeld made a character um, called Supreme, who was like edgy Superman. Like he's oh. like he's like if Superman did crack cocaine, like that it's it's just it was terrible. Oh, it was it was a terrible comic, okay. and then Alan Moore took it and wrote a, a a comic book about Supreme as like a love letter to like the golden age of Superman, and like okay. it was like critically very you know critically regarded as like this is amazing like. <laughs> so like yes alan moore is one of the probably the most like prolific writers in comic book history so right. i mean i've read a lot of his stuff i'm just unfortunately terrible about paying attention to individual writers which is my bad and exactly what dc wants from me so probably should stop that but i have no memory for anything all right so back to hearthstone <laughs> Kat, do you want to tell us about what you've been playing and how it's been going? <laughs> yes. So I, well, as of yesterday or the day before, I started playing Frost Death Knight, like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going like Frost Death Knight is a very good deck and it's doing very well for me now. Um, It's just, there's a lot of Frost Death Knight where I am in the ladder and like, that's just kind of a mirror you've been seeing a lot. And like, Occasionally, you'll see someone play Blood Death Knight to, like, counter it. Like, and that works some of the time. Like, if you're, like, Frost Death Knight can definitely get out ahead of Blood. But, like, Blood can, if if it draws decently, it can um, slow, slow Frost down enough. But I played a lot of different goofy stuff. Like, I was playing Thaddeus Warlock. Um, I was playing. How did that go? I haven't heard of that. I randomly generated Thaddeus from my Evolve Shaman deck, but like I've never played him in actual something. Like planning on, you know, making him a distinct choice. So how did the Warlock Thaddeus it's, Warlock go? I mean, it's okay. It's not, I mean, it's not good. It's kind of fun <laughs> because it's just like the ultimate goal is to get the Rivendare to go off, the Four Horsemen to go off. So okay. like. It uses like the flesh. If you're, if you remember Flesh Behemoth, the nine mana four eight with taunt, Death Rattle yes. draw another undead and summon a copy of it. So okay. you can use that to pull Thaddeus out of your deck. You can use that to pull um, Drakon Drethar, the uh, life steal at the end of your turn, deal six damage to the enemy hero. Um, like so there's a lot of like synergy that's not particularly good and does not keep up against damage that the frost decks point out it's just not a good fit but if you're like running into like a slower like deck like a ramp druid it could do pretty all right because it draws the deck quickly and then it works its way towards the uh either just like punching you in the face with big minions or it goes to the um uh the the four horsemen win con so so i did that i did that i played a bunch of that i played a bunch of just like straight ramp druid because i was every time a new like set or mini set comes out um especially mini sets because they're the meta is like pretty established but like I'm not quite sure where it's going to shift. So I play a lot of casual the first couple of days after it comes out just to like wrap my head around it and just try new stuff because like I don't want to mess up my rank in Legend. Say, yeah. That's like 
something I've never done is just played casual to get my head around something. Like I desperately need to because there will be times where it's like I want to play Hearthstone and just zone out. And then I always get so disappointed when I like lose stars. And it's like, of course, I'm going to lose stars. I literally am playing this just to zone out and to not think. Yeah, it's but. definitely. Well, it's definitely one of those things, too. It's like you can do that like at rank fours like that's a good yeah. place to do it too like like five you know five zero stars is a place you see a lot of wacky decks because like yeah. it's just people throwing stuff at the wall and see what sticks so um i would say that like yeah so like that's kind of what i did i like i found a, like a horseman druid deck and then i found like a a dragon paladin deck which neither none of those decks besides frost frost death knight are really any good at this moment in time but like it's been interesting like I, you definitely saw a lot of people trying a lot of different things and a lot of people trying um the horsemen definitely right off the bat so bad it's like one of those things where i know it's too goofy to where like it's not going to be like a consistent winnable thing but it's so much fun like i love the concept if you want to try and make that work i feel like druid is like the class to probably do it right now just because i feel like um druid has the ability to like gain the armor and take the time you need to to do it like a uh renathal version of it but i would not recommend taking it like deep into ladder but like if you want to try it that would be where i would recommend because i mean but if i was you i'd stick with frost death knight or evolve shaman like evolve shaman still really freaking good that specific like that one card they got that you get to pick the evolve all of a sudden is like a game changer so i i'm bad at deck building i think i should get that out there oh yeah i I net deck everything i net deck everything like i might make a little like a, a card or two adjustment but i net deck everything here's the thing after the mini set came out it's like all right i'm just going to tweak my one deck because it's it's very good. I know this deck. I think I know where like some of the lax pieces are. And so I'll know that I can just put this in here and this piece will be fine because I wanted the uh, discover of all thing. No, literally went from a 70% win rate deck to 20% win rate just because I I apparently took out the wrong thing. And so then I went back to like my previous deck. So I still need to put in the fun new card, but I've just been too much of a weenie. Um, Just because like it changed my stats so dramatically. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that could have been due to a patch of hitting something too. So yes, but I, okay. So I took out carving chisel and like in retrospect, That's my bad. Uh, but it's like, I thought this is a simple, simple exchange. I just wanted more Evolve cards. No, absolutely not. That was completely the wrong answer. Yeah, Carving Chisel is like something that helps you like stabilize the board early on in the game and like get a little bit of, you know, a few trades here and there without like costing you too much. So it makes sense. So what- why do you think uh, Frost Death Knight is doing much better, or much better, maybe strong, but like doing better than Evolve Shaman at the higher ranks, where it's more neck and neck at the lower ranks? I guess um, I don't see like what makes the difference. Uh, because it feels like um, how do I put this? Um, hmm, what am I trying? To... <sighs> It feels like that Frost Death Knight gets on the board earlier and it's able to push damage and chip down and then it's able to finish off the game. And like, like most of the time you don't spike a Thaddeus on turn four, right? Like, you know, I mean, there's times that you, that happens and that's like, 
known for the, you know, part of what the deck can do, but like, it feels like the fact that Frost can, um, chip you down and then put you in range of, um, Frostworm Siri. And then like, especially early on with Construct Quarter into the, the egg, it's becomes quite a early game swing of power and gives you a lot of time um and like just wipes out the shaman it just it feels like the ability to um do that is just so so massive and like the freeze is insane like like that's where i think it is like the freeze is nuts so like okay yeah like board presence combined with like consistency yeah and like definitely not something you get with evolve shaman exactly so like it can't like evolve shaman can spike and hit it but most of the time it's going to get like it's going to get chipped down and then just the, the the damage in the second half of the game is just going to be like the only way shaman's killing you is if you're punching them with your board. Guess what? Your board can't attack for like three turns in a row and you take 15 plus damage in the in the process. So it's like, yeah, like I don't I just ignore your board and ship everything face and I freeze <laughs> your board in the process. Like. So that's why I think like evolve shaman doesn't do as well against um you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the yes. frost. Um, yes. Okay. I definitely do think you've talked me into, I think I'm going to try to climb with frost death knight tonight because it's less complicated to learn than I thought it was going to be. I definitely do appreciate you being on the first time I played that deck though, to talk me through the different steps. Y'all, I was, I was a little bit baffled by how it worked. And then I kept discovering the right spell and... That's not real that's the thing. There's not a lot of frost rune spells. There are not a lot of frost rune spells. So the likelihood of you describe, describing or discovering frost rune fury off of uh, frost strike are pretty high. So yeah. most games you're getting two to three of them, if not more, depending on like I think. Lady Death Whisper has been like rotated out of it, but like you could still put Lady Death Whisper in and like try and duplicate your spells. I think the um the decks that used to run run Lady Frost Whisper were more about damage from hand and this like modern iteration is like um just a bunch of chip damage and then like goes over the top with um Frostworm's Fury. Um, because Construct Quarter is just insanity. It is so good. Like, that card is just, like, I can't describe. Like, it's just. I dead. love locations as is. It feels, like, like so cheap for what a good investment it is on the board. You know, like, Evolve Shaman particularly, like, that was, location was pivotal. And so, like, if you have this cheapish location that you get to put out and then like you get to use it for a few turns after and that's just such a good like um fun mechanism yeah it so i'm glad that death knight finally has their way overpowered one yeah it is certainly overpowered and it's got three charges on it so i wouldn't hold on to that because there seems to be speculations that balance change uh Changes are coming um, soon. Um, the rumors are Thursday, we've heard so far. So we'll see if they hit this week. But they'll probably come the same day the patch notes come out. So we'll probably have very little time between the the the, the balance changes coming and <laughs> us, you know, <laughs> seeing what they are and when they hit the, the game server. So, yeah. So I need to get my climbing <laughs> done now where I can take advantage of the way overpowered things. Yeah. If you want, if you want to get in on 
the Frost Death Knight Bonanza. Now is the time. There's no better pride time than the present when it comes to Frost love- Death Knights. So, <laughs> um, I guess the thing is like maybe they won't hit it too bad because they certainly haven't been like nerfing Evolve Shaman that bad. Like Evolve Shaman's been crazy powerful for a while and they've just continued to let it be crazy powerful. Um, I feel like the variance in uh, in Evolve Shaman is part of the reason why because I feel like it's a deck that spikes. So Yeah. <coughs> I mean, I could be wrong on that. I am not 100% sure, so don't well, quote me. when you're creating random things, it is a little bit... I totally understand. It's hard to be like, and we know exactly how this is going to impact it. Yeah, and that's why the um, that Discover card is very good, because you get to pick the um, <laughs> what minion's coming out of it, so there's no more evolving your... Wild Paul Knoll into a Wild Paul Knoll unless you want to. So, like, and the pool is pretty low. So, like, that, that, when you can uh, regularly have an idea of what's going to happen with the Discover, it's generally very good because you can plan um, around outcomes that, like, aren't in your deck. So, that's yeah, why no, that... and honestly go ahead oh sorry i was just gonna say it's been a lot of um you know the few times that i did have that one card in my deck before i ruined everything it was so much fun uh playing with the like knowing all right i could get some of these guys and they work like this i mean i would say that the like the evolved shamans I have seen on the ladder are running that card. Um, I don't know what you take out for it, but like that card is 100% should be in your deck if you're playing evolved shaman. So I don't know what you take. Like I said, I don't know what you take out for it, but like. Here's the thing is I was talking to some people on stream the other day and all of these really excellent players had different advice for what they took out. And it's like, Mm -hmm. y'all are all like (coughs) very good legend players. Mm -hmm. How am I supposed to know what to do if you guys can't even agree on how this is going to (laughs) go? That's fair. Like, what am I, what am I supposed to do? You guys, I'm looking at you. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I'll just deck whatever one has the, uh, you know, that, uh the the new card but mm-hmm. so one thing that i wanted to circle back on to frost death knight is is that a triple rune deck like what in there is requiring it to be is there a three frost rune uh that's, that spell is three frost rune Never yeah mind. frost yeah frost orb fury yeah okay. yep that is definitely just, why it's frost for, uh so um i keep wanting the colossal to work out but I guess there's no deck good enough to where you can like slot that in and make it um, uh, reasonable. Yeah, oh. it's um you could probably try it, but you can pull it like you can you can get it off of uh, yeah off of like um the frost strike. You can pull it off of that because it's a uh, or not frost strike, but the Nerubian. No frost strike. Frost strike is right. Yeah, because it's a frost room card. So I was going to say, I do love how that deck, uh, you know, the one whole game that I've played with it. So this isn't expert, you know, by any means, um, how much discover it has. Mm-hmm. So you, I really love discover, uh, <coughs> playing with the discover stuff because it's so changeable depending on who you're playing mm-hmm. really allows for a lot of good stuff to happen. It definitely does. And like, um definitely when your pool of discoverables is as good as death knights is right now like it just does it checks a lot of boxes for a good like aggressive deck like it has very good board presence it um 
it definitely has like over the top damage to end the game. So like it feels very good to do everything with the Death Knight deck. So like it seems like a very, very solid, solid, solid piece of uh um you know uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? It just it feels like a very solid archetype, and like the deck is just very good. And like Frost was good before, but this like this new like version where it seems a lot more consistent, where you don't have to worry about copying spells and all of that, and you're just worried about controlling the board and like you know feels like pretty standard aggro things, like controlling the board early on chipping and then having your cards that go over the top and the fact that your card that goes over the top is seven mana and freezes the entire board oh nice yeah i mean that's the thing like frostworm theory freezes your opponent's board and if you're playing against anything that's board focused is just sol yeah <laughs> so uh so I know, like, you've predominantly probably seen mirror matches and against Evolve Shaman. Like, is it still feeling good against pretty much everything, or...? Um, <coughs> I mean, it does. Like, it's it still has, like... <coughs> excuse me. Still has some of the issues of, like, like, if you run into, like, Priest and it is, like, a heavy control version of Priest, then, like, yeah, sometimes that still sucks. <laughs> you know um but it still feels pretty good in my opinion so honestly i'm excited to play it and report back next week on how climbing with it went i attempted i'm excited i'm just at platinum i think but any like so um i have a lot of climbing to do before the end of the month and hopefully Hopefully I'll be able to make it through. I'm not one of these players that gets to legend the first five days of the month cat. Um, (laughs) I usually don't either. Like most of the time I get there like around the middle of the month, sometimes a little bit later, but. I don't know. Most of the time that I'm hearing from both cat and dragon rider, (laughs) it's like, I hit legend with this. And I'm like, look at what day it is. And I'm still like fighting it out in the trenches and gold. And. See, we need to get we need to get you to legend once, and then get you that ten x. That's like the th- that's the thing. Like once you hit that ten x, the eleven x is just insanely nice. But the ten x will get you all the way to diamond five with star bonuses. Yeah, so then I can spend my, all my time focusing on playing and getting through diamond five. All yeah. right, I do. Think that's the goal. Uh, do we think? I've got 10 days. Do we think I can? Oh, no. I don't have 10 days. Jesus, this month's nope. short. You have seven, seven day. days. Yep. All right. This is an even worse goal. We're going to still try it. We're going to see how close I can get. How's that? Yeah, there you go. I mean, you've got. I mean, having a goal is better than not having a goal. So <laughs> I'll do I, my best. <laughs> yeah, just put in. I, like, I. Just put in games like that's the biggest thing i think you'll find that like um the time investment is like the hardest thing to do is to have the time investment to um have the games to uh to to hit legends so like <laughs> and that becomes less with the star bonus because like what was your star bonus this month nine uh, no, it wasn't. I don't even think I hit diamond last month. So. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I get into these like phases where I'm particularly like with the battleground stuff. It's like, oh, I'm going to play a lot of battlegrounds. And then because that is so mindless for me and like I can zone out so much during it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, and suddenly I've spent four hours on Hearthstone today, not having a single thought in my head. And... <laughs> But, I I completely get it because there's a lot of time to kill in battlegrounds between like like once you get your turn done you're just like okay I've got fifty seconds to kill 
I was going to say, if I take my laptop around with me, I can like battlegrounds and cook dinner or battlegrounds and paint. And like, so it's sometimes hard to be like, all right, I'm going to just sit here and focus on the actual good game that I like playing. Yeah, I have gaps in my day. So I'm able to play a few games here and there throughout the day. And um, like, I just have an iPad, so I, I, I am predominantly playing on the, the iPad. The fact that you hit Legend with, like, no deck tracker and no, like, extra, like, fiddly bits, like, mm-hmm. giving you advice is what's astonishing to me. Because it's, like, all these people talking about, like, how they play on their phone and iPad and, like, whatever. And it's, like, I have to play on a computer. I need all my, like, various, like, data points to pretend that I'm trying real hard. But I mean, it definitely, it definitely hurt. It doesn't hurt. Like I, I honestly, most times when I play on my PC, I forget to turn on the deck tracker. <laughs> so like, e, you know, <laughs> it's like my security blanket at this point more than anything. I think because like <laughs> most of the time, I know what I'm looking for, and um, hey, it's a it's a tool. And if that gives you an advantage where you feel like you can play better with it, then like why why not play with it and not like ever close it? Like that is one hundred percent of my mind just like that's something that you should be using. I need to get in a more of a habit of using it when I'm on my PC, but like But see, I might actually have more games played if I like just was more chill like all right games on my phone you know it's fine i mm-hmm. don't have to real try hard about this i think honestly if you just play more games you'll you'll find yourself um in a better position like you'll get more used to things and things become a lot less high pressure and that's kind of where i am right now where i'm like trying to uh feel less pressure and legend that's fair. Yeah, I guess it must be hard when you can be so good to like, no, this is a game. I'm having fun. What's fun? How, and how does one have it? That <laughs> oh ends up being all my hobbies. And it's like, I I think uh, I was doing something the other day and like my mom was around and she's like, are you having fun? And it's like, I'm having so much fun. Can't you tell? Like, I'm just, like, stressed out, like, slightly angry looking. And it's like, yes, this is what I choose to do with my free time. I'm having a blast. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think that is definitely, like, um, mentality is something to keep in mind. And, like, there's nothing wrong with trying hard and, like, being serious about it. But, like, I feel like you have to kind of, like, get over the anxiety of it to, like... I mean, because I still hit, I think this month might have been the first month I didn't hit, like, anxiety. Like, I didn't feel the anxiety well up on the final boss. That's exciting. So, like, it was a lot more laid back, I feel like, this month. So, like, I know the feeling you're talking about, and it still hits me. And you you think I'm that much better of a player than you are. I, I just think you need to put more time into the game and like you'll you'll be able to to, to hit because you've almost hit legend you're like one star away from legend before yeah that was uh before <coughs> Denathrius though Denathrius hit and I was so bad at everything with it um mm-hmm. so it's like I'm hoping to get back there but you're right I do need to put a much bigger just a lot more games in and Mm -hmm. be more chill about the outcomes yeah no it's it's i mean i still get irritated sometimes and i still tell so like that's that's not like uncommon like that's not something like i don't like losing but it happens (coughs) so it's definitely one of those things you get used to and like managing the tilt becomes easier yeah i read the most unhinged business quote um the other day 
And it's like something like failure is inevitable but unacceptable. And like, what toxic mindset is this? <laughs> Who's like psychotic? Like, who thinks that this is an okay mindset to have? It's a good question. I, I, Jeff Bezos? <laughs> Anybody who says the word Six Sigma and then is excited to talk about what happens after that. Those crazy people. Yeah, no, I let's not talk about that <laughs> uh okay well i think that's gonna do it for this week for us um we got distracted at the beginning of the show like before we started recording and we did not do a poll question this week we it just played a game of frost death night that game was fun and uh i don't know if we already gave it up we could just have people vote on who they think won you know the legend player or the not legend player <laughs> we could we could just ask and like who do you think won that game and then we could I, have a, then we could stream a rematch <laughs> yes that's what we should do i'm sorry i'm on board okay let's this. What yes. we're doing. all right well Let's go ahead and wrap up so you can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. Email the show at Dr3HS at gmail.com. Join our Discord by following our Twitter's top pin tweet. You can find myself on Twitter at Alkaline underscore cat, K-A-T, and twitch.tv forward slash Alkaline cat. Dragon Rider, you can find on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D A W N I E D K. And twitch.tv for slash Dragon Rider T C C G. Smarms. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Send Me Your Arms and on Blizzlet as well as here. Awesome. So thank you for tuning in this week. And as always, you've been listening to Dr. Three. Oh no, Dragon Rider typically does this end part, but boom. <laughs>